you should not feel the need to be out here switching and going mad and going all stupidness, getting aggressive and shit just because I haven't gave you sex or whatever you want. Mm. What did you expect? Like, I don't understand. That's your expectations you have to manage. Sometimes, don't get me wrong, some women will lead a man to think that if they do this, if they do that, they will get it. Mm. But then there's some women who don't do that and men just expect it. So sometimes I get the lines can get blurred. But sometimes also men, once, we all know, once men are in that mood and that zone, Mm. sometimes there's no getting them out of it. Literally. There is literally no getting, there's no way of getting them out of it. guys welcome back to another episode of coming to your podcast podcast with real life girls for real life people speaking on real life issues with your girl melissa and your girl vivian yes so we're back hope everyone's been good everyone's been if you're in the uk enjoying the sunshine it's over now well where i am it's over so why is your face like that because you said you mean you said sunshine, right? Then then you you came back and said, okay, it's gone now because it's been freezing today. It's been cold, so I was thinking, where's the sunshine? Because I haven't seen it. Yeah, because the last episode was well, the last episode that week, well, last week it was nice, and then I feel like until it got to like maybe Sunday, Monday, it stopped being nice. So yeah, as I said, I hope everyone enjoyed the sunshine. Apparently there's going to be snow this week. I don't know how true that is, but I'm not here for it. I'm not here for any weather except sunshine, to be honest. I'm not even gonna... Me, I don't like too much sun. Me, like, 20 degree weather is perfect for me. 23 degree weather is perfect. Like, on Saturday, it was like 17 degrees, and that was okay. But but when it's like 17 degrees, it was nice during the day, went out for a picnic, but then later on when the sun started to go down like around five <laughs> you start to feel the cold mm, you start to feel it you have to take a coat out with you but when it's like 23 under 25 between 20 and 25 is perfect for me anything mm. past 25 is too hot i don't like it you don't like it at all no i don't like anything past 25 <clears throat> degrees it's too much like oh no disgusting That's mad. Mm-hmm. But is that here though or when you go abroad as well anywhere i don't like hot weather like that i like t- under 25 degree weather that's perfect between 20 and 25 perfect for me that's not hot enough no no it's perfect i like like 30 minimum so i, I don't sit in the sun and chill out me i get lazy in the sun i don't want to do nothing like so when it's too hot it's too much for me like i'm thinking why should i be out doing stuff when i'm getting all hot and sweaty and shit and then I'll be here having sweat patches and all shit like that. No, I don't like that. Because it's too hot. 25 degrees, perfect. Max. I don't Max, like yeah, having to sit there fanning myself and shit. Like, let me just have calm weather where I still feel like I can do things. When it's too hot, it just feels like it's all sweaty and hot. And people around you are all hot and sweaty. And it stinks. And it's just, ah, it's just too much. It stinks, you know. Who's smelling, fam? Have you ever been in a in a public space when it's hot, hot? Mm. It doesn't smell very nice because people, it's just all... I've been in cold spaces and people stink. Yeah, but it, what I'm saying is it's worse when it's hot, hot. That's the issue. 
I don't know. I just like, I, I don't know. I've always said this. I feel like it's because I'm a summer baby. Like I was born in the summer. I just love summer. Like I don't like winter. The only thing I like about winter is being indoors. But summer, I like being out. I like being in the sun. I like going for walks. I just like being out. Like even the other day, like it was like, I think that day you said 17, it was like 18 something. But like, I went swimming. Probably say this, but I did go to work. Like I was just chilling. Like I just enjoyed the sun. Like, because I was just thinking, why do I need to be doing stuff when I'm, when the sun's out? And here, it's different if you're away and on holiday and stuff, but when you're here, you just, we just don't get this weather very often, or we get it and then it's gone straight away. Like now it's gone, there's rain apparently coming or snow. So I just feel like you have to enjoy it, but I get what you mean. Like sometimes it is hot, sometimes, especially when you're driving and you're like, like my seat's a lever and when I stick to the lever, it's peak. And obviously wearing shorts and stuff, you're like sticking to the lever. Like that's too much. But generally I just feel like the sun puts people in a good mood. And, and it makes it them makes lazy. Better. See, I don't know about the lazy thing. I don't I don't I don't experience that. I don't experience You just said you didn't lazy. go to work. Well, you just said a minute ago you didn't go Well, to- that was partly because I had an eye infection in it. But <laughs> You said, said, why should I be doing anything when the weather is nice? Yeah, but I still went out. I didn't stay indoors. I still went swimming for a walk. When I mean lazy, I mean, I don't want to do, I don't want to go to work. Like I said, I just want to sit and do nothing. I don't want to, I just want to relax. I want to put my feet up. I want to be chill. Even the other day I was sitting in the garden. I was working in the garden. And that's like one thing I do. Like when the sun's out, I'll just go and work in the garden. So I I don't think it makes me lazy, but I just don't want to, for example, because I work at home. I wouldn't like to go in the office. I want to work. I want to stay working from home because I can just chill out, do my work, sit in the sunshine, have some lemon water, and just chill out. Mm. Yeah, I like the sun. I don't know how. I feel like personally, and this is no offense to you, but I feel like people that don't like the heat, yeah, are miserable. Like I've always said this. I just feel like the sun is out. We barely get it here. Why don't you like it? I'm a summer baby. I was born in summer. So I isn't your, I, baby, isn't your birthday in October? Yeah, but where I was born, October summer is hot. I don't like, know how old of that you know. I'm a summer baby, so I I can whereas here it's autumn, but over where I was born, it's summer. Like September to December, January is hot weather. Our Christmas there is hot, mm. piping hot. My thing is just when it gets too hot, I just don't like it. Mm, yeah, like, that's so that's why I'm saying I'm not saying I don't like the sun I didn't say I don't like the sun I said 20 25 degree weather is perfect anything past 25 degree is too much I don't like it mm. so I'm okay with the sun as long as it's not too hot because when it's too hot it's just it's like it takes so much mm. out of you to do things mm. I feel anyway and I feel like you get um I feel like get tired more. I just think there's so much that happens in it. So that's why I say 20 to 25 is perfect. Anything past 25 is too much. Mm. And um, if you're not careful, like obviously some people you get sunburn, some people get heat stroke, and then all the headaches, all the stuff that comes with it. At least in the cold, I know all I've got to do is put a coat on. Like when people ask you that question, would you rather be too hot or would you rather be really cold? I'd rather be really cold. At least I can put cut layers on and cover up and warm up. Whereas mm. when I'm too hot, sometimes you can't cool yourself down enough because mm. it's too much. And um, remember a couple of years ago, um, I was in Cyprus. Even when I go to Zimbabwe, I feel like it's hot sometimes. Like in Cyprus, it was like 35 degree weather. And I was just like, God forbid. 
it's too no much way. I would it's, love that. it's oh oh my god like it's it's too much it's too much it's too much but like oh my god but like i said i'm okay with the sun because i'm a summer baby summer baby but um it's 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 nice i get it but whereas for, for you in, in zimbabwe you're a winter baby mm. so is it winter yeah i think you're winter you're winter baby so when i've gone there like during like um august and july and stuff they're saying it's cold they're saying is their winter is cold but their winter's like 18 degree weather mm. like the weather we had here the other day that's their winter but like during the night obviously temperatures do drop it can go like to five four three degrees but it's not like for me it's calm in it like i remember when i was there one time with my daughter and they were like put like a coat on the child i was like this is like warm for us <laughs> this, this, this is not cold <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like this is uh, this is actually decent weather mm. this is like our autumn weather but like um Mad. yeah I, I don't mind the sun as long as it's between 20 and 25 degrees that's perfect for me. yeah well hopefully we get a little bit of 25 because i don't think it's gonna i think it was was it hmm, there was a year when it was i think it was 2019 it was like 30 and i was going to work and i was like this is too much like going on the train and stuff is just underground is dead it's bad enough on a normal day let alone during the summer but hopefully this year we'll get a nice summer i hope i always like to say i hope my birthday is sunny more time i'm not really in the country for my birthday but i hope it's nice i hope we i hope we get a decent summer but i feel like we deserve it like some sunshine because one thing i do notice is that the sunshine for the people around me anyway even people at work it did put them in a good mood like a lot of people, a lot more people were chirpy and stuff. And I think sometimes like the cold and having to get up in the rain and like it's just for me it's dead. That's why I mean like I always said I wanted to move to Canada and, and Canada's got like really bad weather. But for some reason when I was there during the winter seasons, like you didn't notice it that much. Like people still got up and did what they usually do and just carry on like crack on with their day to day. But here I noticed like a lot of more people are just it's a bit more miserable here. Like the grey clouds and the grey skies really like dawn on people here so I don't know I just feel like the sun just makes people a bit more chirpier yeah it does like when the sun is out you do feel a bit better um you do feel like um everybody around you is more lively everyone is mm. feeling better everyone is more energized but yeah when it's a nice heat no when it's a heat that's a that's trying uh-huh. to no, it said when it's a nice heat, not a heat that's trying to fry you. So, yeah, especially if, like you said, people have still got to do stuff. Like you, the the day doesn't stop because the heat, the sun is out. Like people have still got to crack on and do their day today. But yeah, I think it just makes people a bit, bit more in a positive light. And now that it's getting lighter later as well, it's getting darker later. I like that as well. You can do stuff in the evening. I like that. Like I just like summertime. I know the clocks went back. I was I was thinking. The clocks actually went back or forward, whatever happened. And then on the calendar, it says like British summertime. I'm thinking yeah. British summertime. I'm the opposite. I like for me, it's just about functioning. I function better in the winter. The mm. reason why is because we've got shorter days. Mm. And because I'm a night person, the shorter the day, the better for me. Isn't it? Mm. So I'm more productive when it's like nighttime. Well, mm. I feel anyway. So now, like, the clocks have... I keep saying this to people. Now the clocks have gone forward. We're getting, like, 
maybe 14 hours of daytime whereas in the winter we get in the winter we get about eight nine hours of daytime Mm. so for me it's just about that I just feel like for me I work better in winter my most productive time during the year is October till March end of Mm. March so when is GMT um and when he goes to BST that's when I'm like oh oh gosh but um also as a parent GMT is better for parents because when you're trying to put your child to bed at seven and they're like it's not bedtime yet (laughs) and they're like it's still daytime what do you mean it's bedtime (laughs) and you have to draw the curtains and turn the lights off it's nighttime in here no but exactly but it's still you can sometimes you can still feel the the brightness can't you because you can still tell it's daytime so like sometimes parents struggle with that when is that that switch between daytime and nighttime and saying to your child you have to go to bed and they're still saying um hello is bright daylight outside what are you talking about yeah and sometimes parents struggle with that like my one will still go to bed but she will always say like but it's still light and i'm Mm. like i know but it's bedtime <laughs> it's not about light it's about the time it's not it doesn't matter what it looks like outside because mm. sometimes if like when it's the height of summer it doesn't yeah. get dark until like quarter to ten yeah it's true so, yeah it's true like, when you put in your child to bed at seven that's mm. they've got like three hours of daytime still until yeah. they get to the time when it's like okay for them to be like okay nighttime because nighttime mm. is normally like dark but yeah, when it's yeah, summer, yeah. it's actually still bright when yeah. you go to bed. Even when you wake up, it's still, it's like bright. Whereas in the winter, yeah. actually, it's still dark when you get up, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but like that's, one, that's the one thing I do like about summer. When you get up, it's actually light rather yeah. than winter. Because when you get up, sometimes it's still like dark. Yeah. And I don't like that. So, yeah. But. Yeah. So, to summarize, the summer is the best. <laughs> I'm joking, but it's yeah, even, even even though it's still, for me, this is not summer, but technically we're British summertime. Spring, but we're in spring, yeah, we're in spring. But you know, hey ho, couple months and we'll be in summer. But yeah, basically, I was having a conversation with somebody, and we was talking about women being in situations with guys, yeah, where they feel like they have to do something with the guy because of fear or because they're worried about what the guy might do or what the guy might say or how he might react and stuff like that. I don't know if you've ever heard of a situation where a girl's like been scared of when they've been with a guy or like they've been a bit hesitant of what the guy might do in case they say no and stuff. But I've heard loads of stories like that. And I I was just thinking, because a part of me was always like, oh no, guys are mad. Like if you've said no to a guy or if you've just been like, okay, we're going out to eat and that's it. I'm going home after and guys kind of pursue certain things or say certain things to make you want to go back with them and you don't want to, like guys can turn a bit mad after that, innit? But then I was thinking to myself, should girls be putting themselves in certain situations with guys when they don't know how they're going to react? Because for me personally, I'm not going to put myself in certain situations with guys if I don't know them, whereas some girls would. Like, some girls will go to, to their house or go to a hotel with them or just be in, like, a private pl- space with them if they don't know them. So I was thinking, like, it doesn't. It sounds a bit mad, but whose responsibility is it kind of thing? Because, yeah, that's that's it, basically. When you say do stuff with them, what do you mean? Like, sexual stuff. 
Like, I've basically, I've heard situations where girls have, say, for example, if they want to say no, but the guy is not hearing it or they might feel that the guy might lash out or respond badly to them if they say no. So they'll just do stuff just to keep the peace. Like that. Oh, boy. Me, that boy's going to hear about it, boy. (laughs) What do you mean? Because at the end of the day, you have to respect me Mm. and my boundaries. I'm not here for you to use as a piece of tool. If I say no, that means no. Mm. If I don't want to do anything, that means I don't want to do anything. You want to get aggressive, that means you're childish and immature as hell. For you, you're wanting something and you're not getting it. So now you want to come do something and switch and get angry. Mm. You need to get hold of your emotions and your feelings. You need to get yourself out of that state. Because just because you've taken me out, just because you've done stuff with me, you've made me feel like a princess, treated me well, that I mean you're going to get pussy. It doesn't mean that. And if that's what you're expecting for doing all of those things, then you've got another thing coming. Mm. And this is some of the spoiled behavior that some men have. Mm-hmm. I'll do something for you. Therefore, I should get a vagina. No, it doesn't mean that. You could do things for me for two years and never get it. Get used to it. If you're doing something, that means you're doing something out of your heart. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I know some are not. Because <laughs> I know some have got ulterior motives. But okay, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. But if I don't want to do anything with you, you should not feel the need to be out here switching and going mad and going all stupidness, getting aggressive and shit just because I haven't gave you sex or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. What did you expect? Like, I don't understand. That's your expectations you have to manage. Sometimes, don't get me wrong, some women will lead a man to think that if they do this, if they do that, they will get it. Mm. But then there's some women who don't do that and men just expect it. So sometimes I get the lines can get blurred. But sometimes also men, once, we all know, once men are in that mood, in that zone, Mm. sometimes there's no getting them out of it. Literally. There is literally no getting, there's no way of getting them out of it. Especially when they're really attracted to you and they think you're pretty, you're beautiful and they're so into you. Sometimes they're just thinking like, babe, come on. And some of them, you hear them begging. (laughs) (laughs) They'll start begging. (laughs) They'll start begging. And it's like, (laughs) it's okay. It's all right. I know you're ready, but I'm not. And it's okay. And I think it's hard sometimes. Like I said, some women would have led men to believe that they're going to get something if they do this for them in return. And um, especially up leading up to whatever they do, if they go out for a meal, then after this, okay, we're going back to my place or we're going to the hotel. Conversations leading up to that. The girl might have been flirting proper. They might have been flirting like mad. All this dirty talk, all this phone sex. All these things. So my man is thinking, I'm going to get the real thing now. I'm ready. (laughs) And then when he gets to it, she's like, no, you know what? I'm not feeling it today. today." (laughs) Do you know how my man has probably been telling the mandem, like, I'm going to get it today. I'm going to get it. And then he gets there and he's like, oh, is that what you, uh, is this how you're going to do me? And I get also rejection hurts. Especially in that place when you're wanting something and you're feeling rejected. And that's one thing I know 
men want. Men want to be feeling like they're obviously that tra- the person's attracted to them. And for men, for them, in some ways, kind of like a validation type of thing. Like, yeah. um, I'm into you. I've given you this because I feel like you're worthy of it. So some men, for them getting rejected in that moment, it's like, raw, really? Kind mm. of thing. Um, but I've been in a situation. Um, there's a guy I used to know back in the day when I was younger. And um, when we got to uni, I knew him from before. So I know you said from the start, if you don't know the guy, because this is someone I knew. I knew mm. from back in the day when we were young that he was a gallus. He had fucked a few of my friends. And me and him just started chilling mm. when we got to uni. And then and we'll stay around each other's houses. Nothing ever happened like that. So we ch- we chewed at each other's houses. And then one time I was like, hey, he's like, come stay at mine. I went to stay at his. And then he wanted to start doing stuff now. And I was like, oh, what are you doing? He was like, come on. And I was like, get the fuck off me. He was like, nah. And this guy went mad, right? <laughs> <laughs> this guy, yeah. I had a sleepover night bag, yeah. He took my bag and threw it outside of the house, out of the room. This is obviously university accommodation. So obviously he lives with like five other people. Um, if anyone went to Cove Uni, he's living Callis. <laughs> so he, he's living Callis, Callis Core. He, he took my bag. Because I was like, get the fuck off me. What are you doing? And then he took my bag. He was like, well, if you don't want to do that, get the fuck out, bitch. Like, he was like, get out. And this is someone I had known for like a few years, even before we got to uni. And he, the way he treated me, he was like, get the fuck out. And I was like, are you okay? Just because I'm refusing to do something with you, you're now chucking me out of your apartment saying, go home. Or me being me, I was like, gladly, fuck off. Like, I was like, you fucking, Ooh, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck saying? are you doing? I was like, you're mad. Is this how you're behaving because I don't have sex with you? You're chucking, you're throwing my bag out of the, the accommodation, out of the house, just saying, get out because I don't want to sleep with you. So your ego is fucking bruised. Yeah. And now you want to take my bag and throw it out and say, go, leave. And then after that, he was like to me, next day, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I overreacted, blah, blah, blah. I was like, nigga, you ain't never coming near this ever again. Wow. Like, but me and him to this day, he's someone, if I see him, we're calm. Um, he ended up going with some of my other friends. I warned them about him. Hmm. Some listened and some did not. And they learned. Hmm. See, Gallus always a Gallus. <laughs> in, that, in that situation, yeah, that one was different because you knew him. Mm-hmm. But nothing could still, <laughs> nothing could still prepare you for what happened. But I think the thing is with that situation, he was probably like, yeah, she's coming. Yeah. Like that's probably what he was thinking. And then obviously like you told him no. And the thing is guys can be, guys won't be like, if you're like, why are you here then? That's how they'll kind of think. They can't just be like, oh yeah, let's just chill. He actually said that to me. He goes, why are you here then? Kind of. Yeah. We'll stay around each other's houses. Like at least he'll stay at mine once a week. I'll stay at his once a week. And it was going like that full time. But I think probably oh, he's time. thinking this girl is dragging it on for too long. He's thinking, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, he had enough. Time, time's up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think see the situations like that, and I know a few people have been who have been in situations like that where 
they've gone to see a guy, whether it be somebody that they've known for a while or somebody that they've just met or somebody that they've just been talking to for like for a period of time. And <coughs> oh sorry, I've got a hiccup. And they'll go there my man's doing the most and then when you say no not even to the extent where they're kicking you out but they're not talking to you for the rest of the night or they're they're giving you mad vibes or they're Uh giving you like the silent treatment (laughs) for me i'm going home any of that start stuff that stuff starts happening i'm going home because i'm not here to be no dickhead like you're not gonna treat me like no prick but for example some girls who are maybe not as strong to say like what you said and didn't want that to happen, you know, could have just given in, which is what happens a lot, where they just give in, they're just like, oh, whatever, because they don't want a reaction or they don't want any physical, because he could have done anything to you, really. He could have punched you up, he could have done anything to you. So some girls, like, not to say they're not strong enough, but they just maybe don't have that willpower to be like, fuck you, I'm going home. Because some girls will be like, I'd rather you punch me up than me sleep with you just because you want me to. Do you know what I mean? Like, some girls think like that as well. But, yeah, I was just thinking, like... Because in my head, I personally think, like you said, guys need to manage their expectations better. And they need to not... You can you can go into a situation hoping something happens, but you can't go into a situation expecting something happens. And then a lot of these guys, what they do is they big themselves up to their boys. Oh, yeah, she's coming. Yeah, it's going to be cracking. It's going to be on tonight. Nothing happens, and then they feel a type of way now. And that's playing out in how you're treating the girl. But I just think, not all situations, but I do think with some situations, girls need to manage what they're doing a bit better because we all know what guys are like. Like, we all know there's mad guys out there who are going to do shit like that. There's going to be guys that are going to be giving you the freaking silent treatment just Mm -hmm. because you won't be able to kiss them or touch them up or do whatever. You can even be doing everything, kissing, whatever, but then you just won't do that one thing. Sex. Yeah, (laughs) sex or whatever, give them neck or whatever. And they're completely ready to write you off. But, yeah, I just think there's some girls that just need to not put themselves in certain situations until you feel maybe whether you feel like you actually want to do it on your own accord or you feel at this point, okay, cool, we've been seeing each other. That's why some girls do the whole uh, um, 90-day rule or three-day rule or whatever. Me personally, if you want to put in, impose certain rules for yourself, do it for yourself in it. But... I just think sometimes also when guys see things as a competition as well or when they see things as like a prize, once they've got that prize, what's left now? So you need to make it so that that the sex or the end goal is not the only thing they have to look forward to because I notice like a lot of girls are like, oh yeah, I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, but is that for you or is that because you want him to take you seriously or you want him to not think of you as this type of person because literally if you're not doing it for yourself none of this stuff matters and I just think with the whole going to meet guys and going to link up with guys I've heard for me I've heard too many horror stories of guys I heard a mad story one time yeah how one girl was like seeing this guy they went hotel whatever and something like she didn't want to sleep with him and he like took everything all of her bag her purse everything he threw her stuff in those river terms oh my god what kind of fucking cycle is he that's what i'm saying so (laughs) so i just think like it is hard because you don't know you don't know people's true true ways but you just have to do a bit of 
due diligence when it comes to guys sometimes because some of them are crazy and if you start seeing them crazy signs don't pursue anything because these guys will mess with you you know and I'm not saying I'm not saying girls don't do it as well because girls do stuff maybe I don't know because obviously I don't I don't hear stories of what girls are doing I hear stories of what guys are doing but I just think fucking hell like when I heard that story that was I heard that story years ago and I was just like rah like you didn't want to sleep with him so you threw your shit in the river thames the whole river thames you know that's not coming back <laughs> like your stuff ain't coming back oh mad this band were mad they're very mad for me Literally. that's too much like i've even heard like um the one i hear a lot of times obviously the guy um getting upset mm. and getting all emotional and childish like what you said the silent treatment Mm. or they'll start giving you bad vibes mm. bad vibes like the bad vibes are gone for like an hour until they get over it you gave me blue balls okay who told you like, who said i wanted to give you blue balls that's not my problem exactly whose business is that i'm sorry but i think obviously there's um there's a story once i was hearing also like i think one girl she didn't want to give like a guy head or something and at least she's turned out into a full-blown argument. Full-blown argument. Because she was like, why are you acting like that? Because I don't want to do it. it what is, what's the issue? He was just, oh, just do it, man. Just do it. And I was like, it wasn't me. But like, it was someone else. And they were like, it wasn't actually me. That's the thing. I was, I was like, it wasn't actually me. You know, I didn't even clock until you said it wasn't me. It wasn't actually me. That's the thing. It wasn't. But, um. Like yeah, that was it turned into a whole argument because of how he felt. He had felt his feelings were hurt, and there was another girl also where like um they'd gone to see this guy, and you know sometimes as girls we've got guys that we find like real attractive and we're proper into, and when we do finally like kind of get a chance to chill with them just one on one. All of this stuff, especially if you've been talking to them for years as well. Mm-hmm. So this girl had been talking to this guy for years and um, she eventually went to see him. Mm-hmm. And she was like, as soon as she walked in. She wasn't feeling it. No, she goes, there was a look in his eyes. She goes, it was like a predator type of look oh in my his gosh. eyes. Like, so fucked up. She goes, there was a way he looked at me. She goes, I will never, ever forget that look. He looked at me like he was ready for me. He was ready to eat me up, to do whatever he wanted to do to me. She said he was ready. She goes, as soon as she walked through the door, there was the look he gave her. She was just like, oh, my God. And then obviously later on, he tried stuff. And she was like, nah, nah. And then obviously he started getting aggressive um and he was she was like no 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 and he was obviously getting angry and upset and then she was like are you fucking mad again she's another person who's quite strong who she is strong to be able to say like are you mad who the fuck do you think you're doing this with Mm. and she he basically kind of stopped but she was like i think she ended up leaving i can't remember but good she put the boundaries in place and um a few years later she heard something she was talking to someone and then she mentioned the guy's name and the the person she was speaking to was another guy she was speaking to the guy goes oh my god what did he do to you so if this was somebody who knows the guy and they'll just he just mentioned his name 
And yeah. then the guy straight away was like, what did he do to you? And then she was like, what the fuck do you mean? And she was like, he, the guy was like, I've heard stories about him and girls. See? So she was like, when she heard that, she was like, I knew that look. There was something yeah, behind that, was- that look. And I think in those situations, I know there's girls who, for example, like what you said, Estelle, sometimes a guy you don't know, and sometimes it is guys that you know, guys you've been speaking to for years. Yeah. And now you've had the chance to meet them and you've let each other get close to each other like that. And then they surprise you when you put those boundaries and say, no, I'm not ready to do this. Then there's obviously random guys, not random guys, but new guys maybe you just met on a dating app or you met a few Mm. days ago decide to go out and then they behave the same way so you never really know sometimes you could know someone and speak to them for years and they will still do that yeah you never really fully know anyone and also sometimes it just depends the mood the guy is in Mm. um because they might act like that with you and they might see one girl a couple weeks later they might not act like that so i don't know how it works with the guys because i'm not a guy but like it's just difficult sometimes in those situations when you're a girl and you're the one having to take that from that person. Because at the end of the day, like I said, you should respect me and my decision. Whatever you want in that moment is not important because at the end of the day, you're the one who could go down, not me. But the, you know, some of them are so stupid that they don't think about that. Well, that's your problem. If you're not thinking about that, because this is what they're teaching loads of young people now, consent and stuff in schools, Mm. because there's a lot of guys, little young boys that you, you start, they're making these little comments from a young age. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's becoming a problem in the school playground and they're having to teach young boys about stuff like that. There's a lack of respect for women. And maybe for them, it's because they're probably seeing stuff on social media Whereas if our generation wasn't really like that, we didn't see much things, but these kids are seeing things as they're growing up and you have to teach them to respect women. We're not just here to be your sex tools. That's not what we're here for. And sometimes some men believe that's the case. Mm-hmm. And, and even in music as well, some of the music that these young kids are listening to, how they talk about women and stuff, mm-hmm. like send that bitch out and send that bitch off. And if she's not fucking tell her she got to go and all them yeah. things like these are the types of things. Obviously, that song was from years ago, but now a lot of them are like that. Yeah, a lot of them are like that, and this is the music that these young kids are listening to. And I, I see it. I hear it as well. Sometimes, like even today, I was walking past a bunch of kids. Obviously, I went out that during times when they finished school or college or whatever it was, like that afternoon, three o'clock, four o'clock time, and obviously, lots of the kids are out and. These girls, are f- about three girls walk past, a bunch of guys, there was about five or six of the guys, about three girls walk past, and one of the girls, I don't know if, the only thing, I don't know if they knew each other or not, but the girl must have walked past, and the guy tried, one of the guys tried to talk to her, and she gave like a dirty look, and she was like, oh no, or whatever, like, she said it with a bit of a dirty look, but <clears throat> for me, that's in your right to say no to somebody, because some of these people do too much, it's, you have every right to say no, I'm not interested, and the guys basically like started laughing at her shoes or something and like trying to like mock her and that and I just thought hold on a minute you were trying to chat her up and this is what guys do a lot big men as well like you don't want to talk to them but you're insulting them straight after like she she said she doesn't want to talk to you and you've decided you've you've got so much what is it whether it's your ego or whatever that you can't handle rejection so that you have to insult somebody some guys, when you say to them, look, you know, I'm not interested or whatever. Okay, 
enjoy your day, have a good day, have a nice evening, whatever. Some of these guys will try to humiliate you because they feel humiliated. And that can never run. Because you, it's, it's, you're the same person that just tried to chat her up. And now you're the same person insulting her. And all of them are like trying to laugh at her and stuff like that. And I just thought, wow. Like, these are young. And I, I, they couldn't have been older than 15. Like, maybe yeah. 14, 15. And I just thought, fucking hell. And I know, obviously, like, because people would... Kid, when I was in school, that's how some of the guys, but some of the boys were in it. But I just don't understand where it comes from. Because some things have changed in generations. But something have re- some things have remained the same. And I don't know where it comes from, why some of these young boys don't respect women. And I honestly think it must be from, like you said, social media, music, what they're seeing, even mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. If um, What is it? It is ego and pride. And we've all gone through it as women or a girl. When a guy is trying to move to you, even in a club or anywhere, mm-hmm. And then you say no, sometimes mm. respectfully, sometimes not so respectfully, because sometimes yeah. you're like, uh, <laughs> no, not saying, yeah. not saying, uh, but like some women are like that. Some women are turned down men in a really horrible way. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes that's really hurtful to the guy. I feel like if you're going to reject someone, reject them in a nice way, you say, oh, sorry, I'm not interested or sorry, I got a boyfriend or whatever it is in it. So just go about your peace. But some women do, they can say it in a way that's really hurtful which I can understand where some of the guys get really hurt and then they retaliate Mm -hmm. but they'll come and say oh fuck off you ugly bitch you're ugly anyway you're slag anyway oh yeah you're a slag I love that one yeah so that (laughs) one they'll call you you a slag a bitch a whore everything (laughs) and they'll cuss you out they'll say anything oh oh, look at you anyway they'll I don't know look at your I don't know, comment on your features or whatever mm, it is. Mm. It will come for you in any way once they see that, like, okay, cool. Is this how you're going to treat me? I'm going to make sure you feel the pain. Yeah. Um, so it's when I inflict pain back. But I think it's sometimes, because these were things that were going on even when we were younger, like before like social media became a thing. I think because that whole, it's a man's world and men mm. have this um, thing, how women are kind of meant to be catering to them kind of thing and like even like in some parts of the world um yeah Yeah. and like how women are meant to just kind of be like there to kind of please the man and look after the Mm. man etc like there's a i think i haven't watched it yet the the netflix thing the um the pleasure something i don't know if you've seen it on your netflix it's um came out a few days ago the principles of pleasure um it's, I think it came out a few days ago on Netflix. I haven't watched it, but I saw the trailer of it. And earlier on, I was I watched another trailer of it, and it said, um, nine, I think it said 95% of men say their orgasm, like during relationships and stuff like that, or whenever they have sex. But 66% of women only say that they do. Mm. So it goes to show that sometimes like men are always more satisfied than women and they feel mm. like women are there to kind of do the deed for them. And some some men are real selfish in bed. Mm. They are real selfish and they don't care. But I think that kind of changes sometimes with age, but some don't change. But um, And also, just generally, when I look around the world, some countries, it's still legal, but it's still okay for a man to rape his wife. Mm. If a, your wife... You're married to her and she says, no, I don't want to do anything with you tonight. 
it's okay for the man to force her. Yeah, it's not. She can't say no, basically. Yeah, she can't say no. And if this is the mentality that some men and some boys are carrying, not saying in the West because over here is is illegal, you get arrested for raping mm. your wife. But that only changed. I think it was like thirty years ago. 40 years ago so it's not that long ago it changed that a husband can rape his wife and some men were like what do you mean i can rape my wife i can't rape my own wife but um of course you can if your wife says no that means no just because she's your wife that don't mean she's there to be your sex tool again your sex doll for whenever you want to be pleased for whenever sometimes she's not in the mood deal with it and some men will go <laughs> they'll be so upset. Oh, she don't find me attractive. But this is why men some men will be like, Oh, this is why I step out, this is why I do yeah, this. She, she didn't want to have sex with me and I can't force her. Cause then we say I'll get in trouble. But mm. I know there's women out there, they are getting raped by their husbands. Mm. But they're not saying anything. Yeah. So I know also some women and some partners, some women are getting forced to have sex by their partners mm. and that just goes to the what, what you asked um at the start some of them just say you know what just to stop the wahala to yeah. stop the problems let me just do it especially if you're married or in a long-term relationship with that person sometimes you're just like okay they just, just get easier this, they just mm. get this over and done with Mad. um but i know men that do that also because some mm. women have got really high sex drives and some women uh, I've got higher sex drives than their part, their men partners, mm. and the men are just like, okay, oh, it's all right, okay. But yeah. I don't know how often it happens, but you normally, we normally hear it from women. I normally hear it from women saying, okay, I, I just had to do the deed and then get it over and done with, kind of thing. But I think when you've got these things, and some of misogyny, these kind of tilted views on the purpose of women in men's life, some of them just still kind of very olden and also how like for example even porn how women are sexualized how women are kind of treated in porn videos some especially young people they will see porn and think this is how a woman is meant to behave in bed this is how she's meant to be with me and as you're not realizing that porn is like a little bit of acting there's acting in it how women are portrayed in porn oh yeah some of it is really degrading how women are treated is so degrading. And if young people, because a lot of young people watch porn and there's a mm. lot of young people who are actually quite addicted to porn. So if they're seeing this from a young age, especially now because it's easily accessible yeah. for them to be able to view it online. Whereas back in the day for us, guys had to get magazines, mm. like page three on the sun. <laughs> that was them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was that most bit of porn that they could get hold of. Whereas now it's all over the internet. Even sometimes when you're not even looking for it, you could be like on Insta or Twitter. You yeah. could just see porn on your timeline. Retweet you could just it. see. It. You could just see it there. Um, so sometimes you don't even have to be looking for it to see it plastered all around. But like, um, in the way you see some of these women treated in porn, it gets young people or people to, or some men to believe this is how women should be treated, um, in real life. So I just think like there's so many conflicting in um things that come into how maybe women are are viewed and stuff and how they're treated and I think it's going it goes back years and years and years it's getting a bit better now because I think with what's been going on in the media the stuff we've been hearing about these celebrities now things catching up with them 
I think yeah. men are starting to be a bit more careful. And I'm not, I don't say, I'm not saying it's all men. I think it's a very, very small percentage of men yeah. that do stuff like this. Um, And most men that I've come across, they're able to handle themselves very well in situations when maybe you say no mm-hmm. and you don't want to do stuff. They're, they're very calm and they might not be happy with it. And you can see they're not happy with it, but they're able to handle themselves very well in the situation. And that's yeah. all you can ask for in that moment because as a woman, it makes you feel like, okay, I'm I'm secure and safe with you here because of how you've reacted. Exactly. Whereas, and whereas a man who reacts aggressively, starts behaving childish, gets all in his feelings and starts demanding things, saying, oh, blah, 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 starts trying to manipulate you and force you into something that you're not happy to do because you've said no, that's a man you're going to be looking at like, eh, if I take things further with you, how long do I have to deal with this for the rest of my life? (laughs) No, for real, you have to think like that. Because then I can't basically, basically I can't say no. And also for me, that's, that's a big red flag anyway, because this is signs that there might be a deeper issue, whether it's anger, temperament whatever it may be it's too much basically agreeing with what you said some guys really are calm with it and they know exactly some guys they're not that's not even in their mind like some guys that don't they're not even thinking about that and some guys that's all they're thinking about they're thinking i need to rush through this dinner i need to get something that's going to be ordering you ask the waiter how long they're telling you 20 minutes they're telling you that's too long bring something that comes in five ten minutes (laughs) and some guys are literally like no let's just enjoy the night like let's just see some guys would be like let's see where we end up but that's also okay because the girl might want to go back and do stuff but it's the pressure that's on them to do stuff that's why i just think it's always good to suss people out on a date where you're out, like in a restaurant or um, wherever wherever you go, somewhere that's out in public so you can suss how they are because you go back to a guy's house or you invite a guy to your house. For me, I just think it's too... For me, I, I've always thought the expectation is there to do stuff when you, when you start going to people's houses. So I would rather, and when guys ask me, like, if I'm if I'm talking to a guy and they ask me, oh yeah, come, you could come to mine, and I'm, mm. I'm not coming. Like I'm saying, I'm not coming, and I've so so many guys like I'm. There's it's not gone further past that because they want me to come, and mm. I'm not coming. Because why am I why am I coming to your yard, or why are you coming to my yard? Not there's all, all this is London, and even if I'm not in London, there's so much things to do. Why am I coming to your house? Unless I know you and we've met up a few times and now it's just a case of, oh, just chilling. And, you know, sometimes being indoors is nice as well. But when it's like the first couple of times I'm meeting, I'm not, I'm, I think that's where I think girls need to be stronger and be like, I'm not coming to your house. But maybe because they want to see the guy or they want to go out or whatever, or the guy sweetens up like, oh yeah, I'll cook for you and blah, blah, blah. Right, They've kind of been like, oh yeah, I'll go. But this is where girls, I think, need to be stronger and put their foot down and be like, I'm not coming to your house. If you don't want to see me, that's on you. If you if I don't chat to you again, that's on you. If you don't want to ever see me, that's up to you. But I'm not coming to your house. Because this is how people get themselves in situations where guys don't know how to behave. They don't know how to act. And they start doing, hmm. like, your man. Hmm. Doing the most. And, and kicking your stuff out. Imagine it's late night, you don't know how to get home. These girls travelling across London to get to get to places and they don't know how they're getting home. 
and they've now been kicked out because they're not going to smash. That's why a lot of girls will end up smashing. Yeah. I get, I get that, yeah. But like, it's it's real tricky for some girls. But um, I'm quite okay going to someone's house because I know. <laughs> I'll tell you to stop. I'll tell you I'm not doing nothing. And there's been loads of situations where I can be like, nah, it's okay. It's cool. And um, for me, it's that, and I'm not saying I do it to see. I also like to see how you react in that situation. Because sometimes if I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And that's okay. It's for you to deal with. But um, I always feel like the most important thing to do in that moment if you're not ready to do anything, stand your ground. But I know it's easier said than done for some people. If you're not happy with anything, just say, I'm leaving, I'm going. I know sometimes you might be the other side of the country or whatever. Hopefully you have a car and you drive and you can just get in your car and go. Um, I'm quite lucky that I have a car and I've always been able to jump in it and go. So for me, it's not a problem. But I know there's people who could be there for hours and they don't drive and it could now be 2 a.m and they don't have a car to jump in now you're stuck so i think it's, it's a human that's an right? advocate for driving taking yourself places isn't it you're like <laughs> that's yeah don't obviously if you ain't got a car it's different in it but if you've got a car driving unless for me the only time I, i'm not I'm not fussed on driving as if I know the guy and we've been dating, seeing each other for a while, or it's my man, then obviously I don't care. But if I'm just getting to know you like the first couple of times, you're not coming to my yard to pick me up and I'm not get, catching cab or getting trained because some guys don't want you to drive because oh, they want to yes. get you drunk. Yes. For me, you know I'm driving. I tell you, get it. We like it drunk and not sober. Get it drunk. And this is be careful. Yeah. All guys, when they're trying to come see, they say, what do you drink though? What's, what's your drink? Just know, for me, when they start asking that, it's a bit like, okay, I'm on to you. I'm, I'm on to you. When you start asking yeah. me what drink am I drinking? But then I'm aware now, because like, if I'm comfortable with you, I'll drink like there's no tomorrow. But if I'm not, oh, you're going to see me sipping small, small. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Sometimes I tell you, that's the thing. Drink where? You know? I'll have one, two, <laughs> I'll have one, two, six, and like, that's it. Because I literally I'm thinking, told them, yeah. I literally them sometimes. Yeah, because sometimes you know when these guys, you know how guys be, and they know what girls are like when they're drunk. And I've heard even girls, guys exactly. admit that, like, they prefer girls drunk because they're a little bit more calmer, they're a little bit more looser, they're more relaxed. And when you try stuff, they're a little bit like more like, all right, cool, whatever in it. That's why they want to get you drunk. I know they Trash. all do it. They're, they're so I like my girl drunk, not sober. And how many songs have we heard that? Do you know what? Yeah, um, I don't. I understand that when you're both drinking and it's a case of because sometimes when you do drink a little bit, like a couple glasses of wine or maybe a couple drinks or whatever it does loosen you up not loosen you up in the sense of makes you want to like have sex but it does make you feel a bit more comfortable maybe or it just makes you feel a bit less um you know tense because when you're meeting somebody for the first time like let's not get twisted when you're meeting somebody for the first time it's not always you're not always a hundred percent comfortable you know you might be thinking about certain things like oh this that the other so I get it but for me I don't need you, I don't want you to be relying on me drinking too. Because for me, loosening up also just means me us talking from like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. It doesn't mean alcohol. It just means that we've established some sort of connection at least. So now we can talk and the conversations flow in. Alcohol doesn't have to be needed for that. Alcohol doesn't have to be included for that. 
So when guys say stuff like that, it is a bit of a red flag. Like if we're if it's a case of we've just met up and we're now having a couple glasses of wine or whatever, that's different. But if you're asking me like, oh yeah, you're gonna drink, yeah? Oh yeah, you're not gonna drink. You're gonna like I've had guys tell me to leave my car at home. For what? Why am I leaving my car at home? Because you ain't taking me home and you ain't picking mm-hmm. me up. And when I'm ready to bounce now, I have to be there waiting for the curb. But just going back to what you said about you're comfortable going to people's houses, that might be because you've never had a situation where a guy's mm-hmm. tried to move mad on you or tried to force you into some mad situation. Do you know what I mean? But some girls some girls that have been like that with a guy that they're just talking to or whatever, not, not even somebody that they know, somebody that they're talking to, I don't know. I just think I just think sometimes it's just best to leave them situations alone because you just never know how people are going to react. Like I said, this country is too big for me to just be staying in the yard for all of our days. Yeah, it's too some much. of these guys are very calculated and they know that what they're doing. But what I realize is that yeah, when I was younger, that stuff was a little bit more like harder for me to be like stand my ground. When you're younger, mm. or like maybe you're like eighteen. It de- also depends. I think it depends on how much. Um, I think you know the guy also, but I think when you're younger, it is a bit harder for young people to do it. When when you get a bit older and you're more like, yeah. all right, calm, you're understanding. Like, no, actually, no, I'm not doing this. It's a bit more like I'm not doing this. So I think the difference lies sometimes in how the age of the people. So I think that that's yeah. when you're able to handle it a bit better. When you're younger, sometimes you are a little bit more worried. Like, oh, what if the guy maybe doesn't talk to me? What if this, that? What if he, whatever. You're thinking all that type of stuff. But when you get older, you're like, fuck this. I don't give a fuck. I think yeah. sometimes that plays into it. But I do think, um, like I said, just make sure. Another thing, tell people where you're going. Tell a friend where you're going. Um, Stand your ground. Definitely. Also, just let them know what you're like. Said stand ground. Let them know what your boundaries are, and if they're not respecting them, and say, "I'm mm. gonna have to go because I don't like what you're doing." And then, if anything, if it gets too much, say, "I'm off. I'm gone." Yeah. So, and you shouldn't have to put up that's with it. anything that you don't want to be putting up with, and that's what they need to understand. Because if exactly. you let them get away with them and put up with what they're doing, they're like, "Okay, cool. I see. I can get away with this type of stuff." They already know how they can yeah. maybe treat you in future. So early on, it's important to mm. set those boundaries. So when you are ready, you can be like, you know what, babe, I'm ready. Like, let's get jiggy. Like, let's get cracking. Like, what's this? Then they're like, all right, cool. <laughs> but exactly. if they're not respecting your decision or what you're saying or what you're not wanting to do, like what Melissa said, it is a red flag and you need to get shit cracking and be like, nah, I'm not dealing with this. Fuck that. But I think it's also your approach up until that as well, because sometimes, a lot of the times, I think these guys they don't just show these what these signs at that particular moment in time. Sometimes it can be a little bit of a build up, but maybe you've not paid attention to it as much, or certain things haven't stuck out to you as much. Because not all of them, because some guys literally do do bring it on at that time. But sometimes some of the things they say, like little things, like mentioning about drinking or leaving your car at home or getting cab because this and that like these little for me that these little signs really show what your mind is saying because as a man you should want me to bring my car so I know how I'm getting home like you shouldn't be telling me to leave my car at home 
And then what, if we have a messy night, how am I getting home now? So what, now I have to stay at your house? And then how am I getting home in the morning? Like all these little things I just think, it's like you said, it's calculated. You're telling me to leave my car at home so I can drink more. Because you know if I bring my car, I'm not going to drink like that. <laughs> it's too much. That's why I make sure I bring my car, you know, so I know I'm only having one or two. I'll, I'll pick you up with my car. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm not even doing that. You know one of my friends used to say she doesn't want no guy knowing her driver, her number plate. <laughs> so she even <laughs> park around the corner. I was doing that at one point, you know, because I was thinking, oh, man, these guys could just do... And you never know, it, it might sound extreme, but some people are not normal. Like, some people are not thinking how you're thinking. Some people are yeah. thinking extra. And this is how people get stalkers and stuff. Serious things. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm the worst. Like, if some, when somebody knows my number plate, it's just so easy. Like, I get recognised everywhere. And people always say it. They're like, Viv, I saw you here. Yeah. I saw you here. I saw you here. Yeah, exactly. And That's it's, dead. like, the worst thing because... I've just got such a bait number plate and it's so hard to even get... You can't basically... You spot me from a mile away and I always get it all the time. Exactly. They'll be like, I can't even lie to people if I say, oh, I, I was meant to be... They'll be like, nah, I saw you here. That's the worst thing about having a number plate. That's the worst thing about having a personal number plate because when it has your name on it, like, oh, it's just too much. Yeah. So, like, it's too much, like... But for me, it's like... I've never had any issues with any men. Like, most men mm. that I've ever been in contact with, they respect my boundaries. I've never had crazy men mm. around me. Like, you know those ones that you said, I don't want you talking to me, then they keep talking to you. I've never had that. <laughs> I've never had... Like, I feel like I'm quite firm in my boundaries, and I don't play. Like, I don't play. I mm. feel like I'm really nice and I'm really kind. But once you get on my bad yeah. side, oh, God, God help you. Yeah because there's no way coming back from that because i wouldn't need to do anything i'll just say listen leave me the fuck alone and i don't even say leave me the fuck i just say i don't want to talk i'll just i just want to talk to you my main thing is just i won't reply to you in it and then (laughs) that's it and then when you get the message i won't pick up and then that's it sometimes i might say you know you know it's not working but i'm quite good in a way that once i put my boundaries in place and say this is what it is most men have always respected those boundaries and I don't know whether that's just the way I do it or maybe how who I am or whatever or how they are. But I've never had issues where I've had men calling me, belling me, any of those things when I've told them no. But I feel, I know there's loads of women that go through that. So I do feel for them because I've never had to go through no madness like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but yeah. guys... Men and women, specifically women, keep yourself safe in these situations. Yeah. Always make decisions that are best for you, not for other people. Don't make a decision to just keep the peace. Uh, let mm-hmm. there be fireworks if fireworks are needed. As long as, <laughs> as, long as you know you made a decision that's best for you. Because nothing's worse than you doing something, then the next day you're crying and regretting, saying, why did I do that? Literally, that's the worst thing. Mm-hmm oh gosh so yeah and remember you're always there's always people that can help out there as well if you've gone through situations like this but i feel like some people don't even want to raise up these things because sometimes the blame is put on the women and it's never your fault if anything ends that tends to go down and then you weren't happy with it but um yeah 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 well you have a rest good of your week that's that doesn't make sense have a good rest of your week 